I hope everyone had a great weekend. It was a big weekend for us. Mom, wife, career life turned one month old last Thursday. And I hit my goal of having over a thousand downloads and over a hundred reviews. And the icing on that cake is that I ranked in the top 1.5% globally. That is insanity. So we celebrated that. And Russ and I had two weddings. We had a small one in New York and a bigger one in Ireland. And we celebrated our New York anniversary on Saturday. And of course, Father's Day. And now we are gearing up for the final days of school this week. And when school ends, we'll have a major shift in our schedules and in our routines. And it can easily throw off whatever resemblance of work-life balance that you currently have. That's where time blocking and boundaries come into play. If you don't have healthy boundaries between work and your outside life, and if you are not blocking your time to get actual work done, time to take care of yourself and your needs, and blocking time for your family, then you are not setting the groundwork for balance. In this episode, I'm sharing the time blocks and boundaries that I have in place to help keep me balanced. So let's jump into this week's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work and time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode, Mom Wife Career Life. Maintaining a healthy work-life balance was a struggle on a regular day. And once summertime comes around and schedules and changes and routines happen, it adds a whole other layer of challenges. So mamas, you need to up your efficiency game. And the best way to do that is with time blocking and setting healthy boundaries. Time blocking is when you block out specific periods of time where you're focusing on specific tasks. There are a bunch of different ways to do this, but if you've never done time blocking before, start out simple. Outside of work, I block out time for my morning routine, for my to-do lists, for special projects, and most importantly, for family time. And I do the same at work. I block out time for special projects, to work on deliverables, to bang out my to-do list. I'll go more into the work time block later. But when you are in your specific time block, it's very important to set up boundaries, both mental boundaries and physical boundaries. When you are in that time block you created, you should clear yourself of any distraction and use that time to specifically focus on whatever you block that time for. Some people time block their entire day, but that is hard for most people. I always recommend starting simple. The easier it is to implement, the easier the habit will stick. And that's with any habit. Here are my tips on how I started time blocking and setting up healthy boundaries. Number one, time blocking my morning routine. My morning routine is my time. I have an entire episode where I go through my morning routine. If you haven't listened to it yet, check it out. It's episode four. But my morning routine is something I do daily, even on Saturdays and Sundays. During the week, I get up at 4.30, but on the weekends, I sometimes sleep in until 5.30, 6 o'clock. I know people think that's crazy, but it's also depending on what I did the night before. 
if it was an extra fun night, I might sleep until seven. But any later than seven, and then I end up being mad at myself because I throw off my whole day when I miss my morning routine. Also, my internal clock doesn't let me sleep late anymore. I'm just used to getting up early. And you'll find that when you start getting up early, your body just gets used to it. My morning routine block is from around 4.30 in the morning to 6.30 in the morning. And when I'm in that block, my family knows not to really bother me. My kids know that if they get up early, and it's really only Michael because the girls would stay in bed half the day if I let them. But if Michael gets up and sees that I'm in my morning routine spot, he just comes in, gives me a morning kiss. We chat for a few minutes, and then he goes and he leaves me in peace until I'm done. For those at Littles, this can be their TV time if they get up early. You could pop on their favorite show and just do your thing. You can put in earbuds and listen to music to drown out whatever it is that they're listening that might be distracting you, but there's workarounds with Littles. My kids are old enough that I could just say, leave me alone, and if I'm lucky, they, they actually will leave me alone. <laughs> Number two, time blocking at work. If you are a working mama, your work block takes up the majority of your day. And depending on what your job is, dictates how much flexibility you have to get personal stuff done during the day. If you're a nurse, doctor, you are pretty much on work tasks your entire shift. But if you work in an office or a corporate job from home, you have a little bit more flexibility. I work a corporate job from home, but used to work in an office up until a few years ago. I use time blocking at work all of the time. Every Thursday, I block time to focus on the next week's schedule. I look at what meetings I have first. If there are meetings that I need to prep something for, I try to guesstimate how much time I need to prep, if I need someone else's assistance in prepping. And then I look at my free time, meaning the time when I don't actually have meetings blocked on my calendar because I really have no free time. And I create a meeting invite for myself and in the body of that meeting invite, I write a few bullet points of what I need to do during this time. I also block a half hour at the end of the day to tackle some of my to-do list. Side note, I use OneNote at work to keep track of everything on my plate. I won't go into that now, but maybe I'll probably do an episode on that. But OneNote is where I track all of my to-dos. And I block out at least a half hour of my day to go through my to-dos to bang out whatever I can. I typically do this at the end of the day because that's when my kids are usually home. I try to do all my important meetings when my kids are out of the house. So that way I can truly focus because the second they're home, it turns into chaos. I am able to drown them out and get work done. But if I'm in a meeting where I feel people can hear them, it really throws me off. I also block out the last hour on Friday afternoons. And I use that time to close out as much of the open items I can for the week and respond to any of the emails I didn't get to. Outlook tip, no one likes to receive emails at the end of the day on Friday. So if it's not something that someone is waiting for an immediate response from me on, I use the email scheduling function to schedule the emails to send out Monday morning. That also makes it fresh in their inbox when they come in for the week. So I have a better chance of getting a response if I'm waiting for one. That's just my Outlook tip. I also block out the first hour of my Monday morning to set up my week. This is more to address anything I didn't get to on Friday because my work weeks have been getting a little crazy that sometimes I don't get to everything on Friday. So I try to address it Monday morning. And I also use that time to make any adjustments to my schedule that I need to that week for anything that may have come up over the week. If you have big projects coming up, especially in the summer, 
make sure you're time blocking out your calendar to work on it. And when you're in those time blocks, be in those time blocks. Clear yourself from distractions. Coworker actually just suggested to me to shut down Outlook to focus for that hour. Your job may not permit it and you may need to just always have your Outlook open. But if it's something you can do, I think that's a great idea because the constant pings and notifications can be very distracting. But my point is, you need to plan your time. If I don't block my calendar to get work done, someone is going to grab that time for a meeting. You need to be flexible at work. If someone needs to meet with you during the time you blocked out for a project, you know, you should meet with them, especially if it's for something that's timely. But where you can, block out time, get your stuff done. I could really do an entire episode about time blocking at work because you can also time block a half hour here and there to tackle personal stuff. If I need to run an errand to a place that's only open during business hours or make phone calls that I can't do after hours, I do block time to maybe work on personal stuff. If you listen to episode two about how to find more time in your day, I talk about time blocking and task stacking. That's when you group similar tasks together. So if I need to run errands during the day, I'm doing all my errands during that time. If I need to make phone calls, I'm doing all my personal phone calls at that time. I will use the detailed section in the meeting invite to just bullet point, either say make phone calls, and then I go to my personal to-do list to say, okay, what phone calls do I need to make during that time? Or if it's errands, what errands do I need to make during that time? And that's usually during the time where I have to pick a kid up or drop a kid off somewhere. Tip number three. Set up boundaries with your evening time block. This means setting up a mental boundary when you shut that computer for the day or when you walk out of your office door for the day. I try to do my best to shut my computer down at 5 p.m. I take my computer, I literally shut the screen, and I walk away. And I do not look at it again until probably 7.45 the next morning when I open my computer up. So that way I'm ready to hit my work time block at 8 o'clock in the morning. Now I know everyone's job doesn't permit them to fully escape at 5 o'clock, but do your best to not answer emails after hours unless you have to. I talked about this in the time-saving episode as well, but... If you find yourself answering emails after hours and they could really wait till the next day, let them wait until the next day. Don't get people used to you sending emails after hours. It's not healthy. You really need to set up that mental boundary in your mind. When you walk out of work or when you close your computer, you need to push work to the back of your head so that your family time comes to the forefront. If there is something that you need to strategize or think about, for work, that is a big part of my job is strategy. You can set some mental time over your weekend or in another time of your day to think about it. Sometimes I may set that time on my morning walks or in the shower. For some reason, in the shower is when I happen to do some of my best thinking, but I try to only allow myself to think about work during those times. If I'm out of those times and I find myself thinking about work, unless I'm coming up with this amazing idea, I stop myself, I push it back in my head, and I just try to be present in whatever moment I'm in. If I am with my family and we are eating dinner as a family, out to eat or at our dinner table or playing mini golf or whatever we're doing as a family activity, I am doing my best not to bring work into those moments because that is my family time. I try to keep work within my work time block. Which brings us to number four, block out family time. 
This should be your absolute top priority of your week. You should be blocking time every week to do something as a family, whether it's an activity outside of the house or a game night, whatever it is that your family likes to do. When you are on your family time, you need to be on your family time. Whatever you have planned for that moment in life, be in that moment. You need to set that mental boundary not to think about work and not to think about anything else that's stressing you out or worrying you or anything else other than being present with your family. Thinking about work or bringing the stress or worry into that moment is not going to benefit you. And it's not going to benefit whatever you are worrying about in that moment because you can't address it in that moment. So set that mental boundary and plan something fun. It's summertime. Plan those beach trips. Take advantage of being outdoors. Go for a hike. Go to the pool. Go for a walk. Walk into town if you have a cute town that you live in. And when you are in that activity, be present in that activity. Do your best to put the phones away. Your kids, put their phones away. I know it's hard. And even when we go out to dinner, when I see when I see little kids on on tablets, I get it. Been there, done that. But older kids, put the phones away. Sit around the table and just enjoy each other. Talk, chat. That is your time with your family. Everything else can wait. Work can wait. Your friends can wait. And as I've said in many episodes, your kids grow up so fast. Take advantage of these moments while you have them. Number five, setting up boundaries with your cell phones. I just touched on cell phones when you were with your family, but you should have boundaries with your cell phones all throughout the day. And especially when you have time blocked for focus time on specific things. During my morning routine, I only allow myself time on my cell phone for a devotional app I do daily. And then I put it down. It's really tempting to touch it again if you don't have that self-control. Put it in another room. If it's right next to you, you're more inclined to pick that phone up. The biggest boundary you need to set is with your cell phone or else it can suck so much of your morning time. It could suck up so much of your day. But if you find yourself on your phone during the different blocks of time that you're setting up for yourself, then you need to do something about it. You need to move your phone to another room, put it someplace where it's just not in your line of sight or within arm's reach so that way you won't touch it. If it is within arm reach, you know you're going to grab it at some point. Subconsciously, it's there. You pick it up just to see what notifications you have. If it takes you effort to actually get up and go get your phone, you'll find that you're not going for your phone as often. Even during your work block, if you're at work, put your phone in your bag, put it in a drawer, put it away from you so that it's not in front of your face. If you work from home, put it in the other room unless you need it for work. But I know for me, I can make all my phone calls through my work computer and I try to stick to that so I don't touch my phone. I'm not perfect with it by any means. If I do leave it on my desk, I'm picking it up. But if I leave it even just where I have to physically get up to get it or look at it, I'm less inclined to touch it. If you're worried that you might miss an important phone call or a text, you can get an Apple Watch. I love my watch. It tells me if I'm getting a text or if I'm getting a phone call. I don't really use my watch for anything other than checking my rings to see how I'm doing health-wise, to find my phone because I'm constantly leaving it in places where I forget where I put it. So if you are going to implement this healthy habit and boundary, get yourself an Apple Watch because you might forget where you leave your phone and your Apple Watch helps you find it. But back to my point, you get notifications 
on your watch. You'll see if your kids are trying to call you or your husband's trying to text you something. And all you have to do is look at your watch. If it's not important, flip your wrist around and get on your merry way with work. If it's your phone, you're picking up your phone to answer the call. And once you hang up, you see those notifications. You're just like, my phone's already in my hand. I'm just going to flip through this. And once you see that social media app and you touch it, you just lost 15 minutes right there. So healthy boundaries with your cell phone. So let's recap. It's important to have healthy boundaries between work and your life outside of work. If you don't already time block and have healthy boundaries in place, then this is how you start, mamas. Number one, time block your morning routine. That is mama's me time. Do what lights you up and fills you up so that you have a full cup to pour into your day. Number two, use time blocking at work to do actual work and focus on deliverables and projects. You don't want to leave that stuff to last minute and have to work after hours to meet deadlines, especially in the summer. Number three, block your evenings, time block and boundaries. Your evenings are for your family. Leave work at work. Close that computer and put those mental boundaries up. Number four, block family time, the most important block of them all. Make those memories with your kids while you can. Number five, set boundaries on your cell phone. Put the phones away. Put the phones in another room. Get off your phones. Be present in the moment. Well, I hope you found some of these tips helpful. And if you don't already time block and have some healthy boundaries in place, then start this week. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful if you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode post it on Instagram and tag me and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.